Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Now, Raiders v. the Roosters. The Raiders get the job done. I thought the Roosters would pip them, but boys, a few weeks ago, you didn't want to get on the wagon. You didn't want to get on the wagon. I said the Raiders could be on a turnaround here. And you just fucking shouted me down. You said, Kemper, you know nothing about footy. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and look, the boys, they got up. Uh, they're currently sitting on the ladder. They are sitting in 11th place on, in 11th place on 12 points. So they are one win outside the eight. Look, I've got to say, good on the Raiders. What a turnaround. We're, we are, again, not fully convinced. Obviously, it was tongue-in-cheek. But they're putting themselves in a position to genuinely fight for the eight. If they make it into that eight, that's a successful year. And honestly, if you're looking at Raiders, Seagulls, Dragons, Rabbitohs right now, you know, I, I, think Rabbit, I think Raiders and Seagulls are probably playing a little bit better than Dragons, Rabbitohs at the moment. At the very least, Raiders are playing as good as Seagulls, Dragons and Rabbitohs right now. So, look, I think this is a great win and it could be a stepping stone into the top eight. What do you guys reckon? Yeah, it's going to be tough with this top eight over the next few weeks. Obviously, South Sydney, they're eight. They'll get Latrell back and they're going to get a fit Latrell back by the look of it. So, yeah, I, I look at Dragons, Manly, Raiders, and I think the Raiders at the moment are probably the team most likely to jump in there, despite them being the lowest on the ladder out of those. But I'm not sure if anyone out of this current top eight drops out realistically. Okay. You reckon Rabbitohs will hold in there? You reckon Sharkies won't? Because Sharkies, Sharks although they have a crazy I year. Sharks are the most likely to drop out. Yeah, like they've had a crazy good year, but they're literally only, they're on 16 points uh, with the Dragons on 14 points. So you could argue, you know, like, what's their points differential? So their points differential is... 38, yeah. and the Dragons is minus 73. So, you know, a few things would have to go against the Sharks. They'd have to go on a bit of a bad run, but it's not out of the realms of possibility at all. Well, the, yeah, the, the Raiders for and against and Manly's is minus 35, minus 28. So they could turn that around. Yeah, pretty quickly, sure. realistically. So really interesting. Um, Sharkies need a big win. They need a big win to get everything back on track. Uh, but anyway, back to the, the Raiders. 
look, I really liked it. I thought Adam Elliott had probably the best game he's had since he went to the club. Uh, now the Raiders have come out and said they really wanted to keep Adam, but they just couldn't match the four. Year, was it a four year deal or three year deal? I think it's a three. Three year deal from the Knights. First of all, what, what, what do we think about the Adam Elliott signing to the Knights? Yeah, great signing because what Mitchie Barnett's going Warriors next year. Yep. So he's a he's a very light flight replacement in that he can play middle and edge uh, quite easily. It's such a disappointing loss for the Raiders, but one that was probably inevitably a massive chance of happening because they got him after the few incidents at the Bulldogs where they got him on a massively discounted rate when yep. other clubs wouldn't pick him up. Um, Got him in there. He's done what a lot of people expected and been terrific on the field. Um, got a few things sorted off the field. The problem with the Raiders roster is that it's so heavy-ended in the forward pack. Like, the fact that blokes like um, Corey Howie and Naira and like Harry Rushton's promising, Trey Mooney, who debuted on the weekend, is a really good talent. They have had Ryan Sutton's, Hudson Young's dropped at different times this year because they've got so much money tied up in the forward pack. Mm. Adam, after one year on bugger or money for what he's worth, was always going to come out and demand more the year after. Mm. And the Raiders couldn't afford to pay that, having all this money tied up in other forwards. So yeah. unfortunately, it's probably one that I think a few Canberra fans saw coming from a, a while away. But uh, to Adam, good luck to him. And he's had a terrific year. And I hope he, he fits like a glove up in Newcastle because he's a, he's a good footballer. I, I will say, uh, I've always thought Adam Elliott is a 13. Yeah. I've always thought that he was a perfect 13 for the Raiders. And I don't think it's any surprise that he has his best game when he's playing 13. He's got a decent ball-playing game. He's fit as anything. He's aggressive. He's got great leg drive. Uh, yeah, look, I, I, I totally agree with what you're saying, Tim. Like, it was almost writing was on the wall. Mm. Like, they just weren't going to – like, people forget. Adam Elliott is a high-quality footy player. He's had his issues, but he seems like he's turned things around. Uh, what did you think about Adam Elliott? I thought he was really good. Um I think it's a great signing by the Knights. It'll be interesting, obviously. I agree with you. I think he's a better 13. Um, but Kurt Mann looks so good when he mm. was playing 13 there last year. So it'll be interesting which way they go. Obviously, his partner, uh, Millie Boyle, has signed there too. For those that follow the NRLW, they've signed Millie Boyle, Hannah Southwell, and Tamika Upton. Like I'd say they're three are probably the top Just 10. Just quietly. like So like Millie Boyle and um, Adam Elliott, you know, they got in trouble for snogging. Yeah. They're, like, they're in a relationship. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like... Am I going to get in trouble for kissing your missus? Like, yeah, seriously. It is a bit weird. Another thing I wanted to bring out as well, as we get further away from it, doesn't that Payne Huss Albert Kelly thing look like the biggest beat up in the history of mankind? <laughs> like, people were going skits over that. Even I was like thinking, oh, look, I can understand if they suspended for a game or two, but now they look back, I'm like, suspended for that? There's nothing. Anyway, sorry. Back to it. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think Adam Elliott, great signing. Yeah, I really like it. It'll be interesting to see where they play him. I just want to see him become a full-time 13. Yeah, for sure. For just, sure. Yeah, I better point out, it isn't official, official, official yet. They haven't announced it, the Knights. But okay. it's probably going to Well, Raiders have been quoted. I think yeah. Ricky Stewart literally was quoted. Adam Elliott. Oh, yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm too, sure yeah. it'll happen. I'm just, gonna, I'm just yeah, saying, yeah. like, the Knights okay, have so you're yeah. doing what you did with the ladder the other week. <laughs> you're grinding the show to a halt <laughs> over a technicality that doesn't matter. I'm just want to make sure everything is true. <laughs> I don't want to make any errors. Oh, fuck, it's Origin Week, bro. I've got to give it to you. I'll tell you what, it's going to be fucked. If you win, there'll be all three. Well, and also with Hello Sport, you're all fucking New South Welshmen. Oh, mate, we're going to be the least of your worries. Fucking hell. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, no, Although no, I didn't think I'd be the only one to wear uh, colours today. Well, I'm, <laughs> we're going to wear it for the, the live show, obviously. Yeah, um, 
What, what is, but it is actually a good point that you bring up because look, only a couple of years ago, Bulldogs literally like maybe even announced that they had signed Apicorosau. And then in the last minute, Apicorosau signs with the Penrith Panthers. Talk about a sliding doors moment. Talk about a sliding doors moment. The Bulldogs would be in a much different position if they had Apicorosau. So it's a good point to bring up. It hasn't been confirmed officially. And there's probably reasons for that. Maybe there are other clubs interested and it hasn't been locked in. And there's a club that's come in in the, the, you know, the last hour and said we can, you know, match or deliver more than I'll tell, Newcastle. I'll tell you why, and it, it won't be the reason for it, I don't think. But so they're both Group 16 products down my way, Adam and Millie. Yep. Uh, Adam's a Tartha boy, Millie's a Cabago area around there. Uh, her dad, David Boyle, was a Raiders legend, played over there. Uh, for a number of years so the Raiders are in the process of getting an NLW license so Millie Boyle being sort of the the semi-local girl and even ads being semi-local there she was like just the perfect face uh, as reigning player of the year to be the face of the new Raiders side but because they haven't got the license sorted yeah. and again I'm not saying that's what's holding up the Adam deal but so they're She's something nice for the upcoming season, but if they could fit it in that she was to be the face of the new Raiders NRLW side and Adam stay there as well as obviously partners, it just would have been so perfect, but that deal's just not quite ready to go through with the yep. licence. So yeah. if that could push, uh, it wouldn't shock me at all to see them both back. Well, I mean, adds is three years, isn't, yeah. it, isn't it? So that'll, that'll yep. hurt it, but anyway. It's, uh, it's definitely something to consider. And, uh, and it's, you know what, rugby league, Maddie, you're totally right. It's not over. Till it's over. <laughs> we don't. We honestly don't know. So that's not official yet. But I do know Ricky Stewart has basically come out and said we we really wanted to keep him, but unfortunately we just just couldn't match the offer that he was given. Um, now, uh, anyone else? Oh, I want to give a shout out to Joe Tarpanet. <laughs> Holy shit! Mm, that he first was, half. He was my man of the match. He was outstanding. I said on the captain's run last week, if if Raiders win, Tarpanet will be man of the match because for me he's just growing and growing and growing as a front rower and. It's similar to North Queensland, out of sight, out of mind. But he has been playing, ask any Raiders fan, he has been playing like this essentially all year. He's been outstanding. His numbers have been massive. He's a gr- and not, It's not just the numbers, it's the quality of his work. When you actually watch the Raiders game and you see the, the, the hits he puts on or the line speed he gets or he, he bends the line back and... and the whole uh, sets get blown open because of his great run. He was absolutely outstanding. Who stood out for you, Timmy? Uh, at the Raiders, yeah, Taps was, was absolutely massive. Uh, we touched on him earlier, but Jamal Fogarty didn't necessarily have the best game, but I love how direct and straight he plays as a half and just what that does for the rest of the, the mm. side. Um, so he really impressed me there. They're getting bigger minutes out of Zach Wolford uh, than su- is, uh, suspected. Tommy Starling only played 32 again off the bench. Yeah, so wow. like that whole hooking scenario has so just weird. flipped on its head. And, yeah. uh, I don't necessarily agree with it, but it's working. So, yeah. you know. Mate, most unlucky man ever, Starling. Like, mm. he just never really seemed to be... Uh, I want to give a shout-out to Big Red Horsebrot. Hey, what about that charge down? What a <laughs> fucking play. What a play. How his wheels when he called Mate, he's fucking was away. The Big Red. Uh, but Corey Horsebrot, again, in a losing side when they were losing, like, the amount of times that he would try and make a big play, like, shot someone in defence. I love his attitude. And, and he really is the heart and soul of that, team, becoming at least... You know, the fiery guy in the middle that doesn't take a backward step. I really like how there was a period there where he was getting spoken about. You know, he may turn into an origin player. And I think he got injured and a few things didn't go his way. 
I think we're starting to see that potential that a lot of people saw early on, and I think he's really growing into his role. So I think he's been outstanding. Xavier Savage, I thought he was really good at the back there. That pickup was absolutely oh. incredible. Incredible, that pickup. Like, honestly, um, I think he's definitely maturing into that role. Uh, if I'm being honest, I still would give that role to Chance Nickel Klukster when he comes back. But the good thing is, is we're getting more reps from Savage playing NRL, getting used to NRL footy. Uh, and he's a future superstar. There's no doubt, no doubt in my mind. What did you think? Anyone else stood out for you, Guru? Oh, just on Savage. Like I, you know, obviously that pickup was unreal, but he's just had the last few weeks. He's had an error or just a dumb play every week that he's done something. I thought this was his most consistent game of the year so sure. far. And for the first time, I've seen him coming out of his own end, carrying the ball with proper ball security and really taking them on. He ran for 200 meters, Savage. Yeah. So I, I thought it was runs. really. Yeah, off 21. I thought it was really promising signs. I thought it's the best game I've seen him play by far and away, in my yeah. opinion. I was more impressed with that than all the highlights people showed me all preseason. Yep. Seeing him do that stuff. Hudson Young. Yeah, beast. Fuck, he had a crack yesterday. 130-odd metres. Um, I, I haven't even really had a look at his stats. 42 tackles, but he was just everywhere in that game. Like he's almost semi-replacing Bateman for that being that wide running mm, forward yeah. that's fucking aggressive bit of an asshole, bit of a dick but he <laughs> but but he's 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 your dick you yeah. know you don't like other people's dicks but you like your dick and he's our dick if you're a Raiders fan um and so but you want that you want a fucking mongrel in the middle that that's what Bateman used to do so well is he was just at you all game and they've been missing that kind of player Step Hudson Young steps in, and I yeah, I think he's been outstanding for them. And I, it's going to be interesting to see. I'm not sure how long he's re-signed for, but I reckon if he went on the open market, he could he could make a bit of noise. I really do because he's still only like 23, 24. He's young, so you know I, I think he could make a bit of noise on the open market. 24. So he's yeah. No, he's, no sorry, 2024. He's contracted to. Okay, so he can negotiate next year. Next year. Um, he's 182 centimetres, born in 1998. How old is that? 24, yeah, 24. about yeah. 24. So still really young for a forward. He's got 92% tackle efficiency, average over 100 metres, uh, eight offloads, um, four tries. You know, so yeah, I think he's got a lot, of, still a lot of growing in him too. Um, so look, be excited, Raiders fans. A great win against the Roosters side that, you know, the Roosters side in patches looked good. Um, but what did we think about the Roosters' performance, boys? Joey Manu was just on another planet, Fuck. wasn't he? Mate, I'm telling you, fullback's his best spot. Well, I was actually thinking yesterday, just by how he looked at fullback, I agree with you. I think fullback's his best spot. I personally think he'd probably be better at six than he would at centre. I like him at six. And I, I know I saw that at the start of the yeah. year where I said, like, maybe there's a world where, where Kiri stays at seven and they put Manu in at six because he's big body. Um, but, you know, Walker has had a solid year, so, you know. I was just thinking yesterday, like, is he the best centre in the world and it's his third best position? Crazy. <laughs> Insane. Yeah, He's so good. He had seven offloads and 14 tackle breaks. Seven offloads and 14 tackle breaks, 288 metres, 33 runs. Yeah. Fuck. In a losing side. In a losing side. This bloke's six foot two, probably 98 kilos. Like, he's not a small nippy back. He's just a mate, like, so, honestly. So he's the bloke that I go on about just about every week about the opportunity at these roving centres. And I know you yeah. said a couple of weeks back, 
it takes a very specific kind of centre to be able to do what Tommy Turbo does in yeah. Origin. Well, Manu's it, isn't oh, he? For like, sure. like in a side where you've got Teddy, um, Sammy Walker, Kieran, you don't want to split up that, those three. Manu, we saw in the back end of last year, he did play that roving role at centre yep. where he just popped up both sides of the field and was unstoppable. So if you get him doing that every week, man, this Rooster side, they haven't hit what we've expected this year, but the potential is still ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's still there. I, I will say that it was a really good example, though, like – Although I loved his work rate, there were some times where less is more, where he was just trying so hard um, that it's very hard to build a structure. Like they can do it with Teddy because Teddy's been doing it for so many years, so they know when Teddy's going to get the ball. But I did, I did. You could tell sometimes like there would be certain look like there's certain plays on, but then Joey Manu would be bouncing around, offloading. Now to be clear though, without Joey Manu, they don't. Like the Raiders probably win and win handedly. That's mm-hmm. how good Joey was. But it was a real good example of like they just re- they, their systems don't seem to be there yet. The Roosters like they you, you look at the Cowboys. They lose a bunch of players. They play very similar. Whereas I feel like when I watch the Roosters this year, it's almost a different kind of style of footy each game. And I'm not really pinpointing like what is Roosters footy this year. Like what have you? What do you think? What like what is Roosters kind of footy this year? I don't think they've worked it out themselves. Oh, I think what, what you said about Joey Manage, right, though, like, as we said, he got tackled 33 times. He only touched the ball 42 times. Oh, right. So, like, he passed the ball less than 10 times, essentially, yeah. which isn't probably ideal, realistically. Mm. Uh, but, mate, yeah, as far as the Roosters footy goes, and this is what I was worried about, they finally looked like they clicked last week. Mm. Then Origin arrives and Teddy leaves. Yeah. You know, in a few weeks' time, Teddy's going to come back. Then they're going to have to reintroduce Victor Radley into this side as well. So, I mean, they're seventh at the moment. I'm confident they'll play finals footy, but it, I, I sort of feel like the Roosters are going to have a month at the end of the regular season to sort their shit out mm. and get it spot on, ready for finals footy, or it could be another season where they go out in straight sets. Yeah. It's... Uh Getting interesting with the Roosters. I'm, I'm really struggling to put my finger on it. What do you think, uh, Timmy? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to be too critical of this one with, you know, Teddy out. He's obviously such a key cog to everything they do in attack. Um, and Lindsay Collins out as well. And Lindsay Collins out. Daniel Tupu out. So, obviously, massive for their yardage. You know, you'd t- be a little bit critical about, yeah, like, what is their style? And, and we're not sort of finding it so far this year. But I think we can ride off the weekend because of the key players they had out. Mm. Uh, and then you go, I think if you go back only a week or two ago, the Roosters were starting to click and look a lot better. So yep. get them blokes back in the next few weeks post-Origin and, and we'll um, we'll see where they're really at. Angus Crichton, 131 metres, 34 tackles, zero misses. Mm. Far out. I thought Satili was super aggressive. Oof. Fuck, he's a beast, man. When he hits those lines, it must be nightmares for halves. When he just coming on, screaming from the back fence. Seven tackle breaks, two line breaks from Satili. Um, it was one of better Satili's better games of the year, in my opinion. Uh, Tokiaho was good in defence. Uh, sorry, good in attack. A few errors in defence, but uh, outside of that, Suwali, he's ball carrying. I mean, he's 18. He is 18. And people just skittle. Every time he takes a, a scoot, he just skittles them and gets on his front. He Honestly, his ceiling is scary. Like, it's what scary what he that, can be. That try that he did score, oh. I've not seen someone that high since Israel. Yep. And just be able to, like, put it over your head and yeah. score. Like, like, it was Nick Kotrick. Like, he's a big bit of gear. Like an oath. It Six felt like he was a metre and a half on top of him. Yep. Yep. Suwali's potential is, like... It'll almost get to the point where you can kick to him and guarantee a point. Like mm. we'll get. It's like remember when Israel first came in for the storm, 
And as soon as Storm got up to the attacking, they would just go, boom, crossfield kicked Izzy. He would literally score like nearly any time. Yeah. And Suwali has that same potential. Uh, he was outstanding. Well, like, th- had a couple errors. Had a couple times. errors, but he was he yeah. was outstanding. He kicked to him three times and he came up with one try. Yeah. But he got his hands on all of them, just didn't come down with yeah. them. Yeah. And he'll learn that. He's 18 yeah. still. 18 years old. He's amazing. Again, a few errors, just need to cut out, but... Uh, that try score was incredible and just his, his yardage stuff. Luke Keary, I thought really interesting game for Keary. Runs for 132 metres, has a try assist. Where, where do you think Luke Keary is right now? Like where would you play? Is, is he, do you think it's just because he's come back from ACL, it's just going to take him some time to get into it? Or do you think that moving to the seven doesn't suit him and he's a better six? Where do you think Keary is right now? I'm not... Sure, to be honest with you, I, I, you know, obviously coming from ACL, it's going to take time. But I just thought his instincts, his timing, it would all just stay the same. Mm. It hasn't. But do you think that's because he's been moved to seven, so he's being asked to do yeah, a different I, role? Yeah, I think he's it? trying to work out his game next to Sam Walker, obviously. But I, I, regardless of all that stuff, I thought Kiri would have a down pat by round twelve, mm. or round third. What are we, we're going into round fourteen now. Yeah. Is the Kiri Walker thing working, Timmy? At the moment, not really. I, I still think it will, but there's a lot of factors going into Kiri. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Seven's fine for him. We've seen him play seven and, and be the organizing dominant half and get a team around the park. And he's been a star at it. He's had glimpses of it this season. Uh, the coming back from the ACL thing, people um, underestimate how hard that yeah. is, particularly for a bloke like Kiri who, who relies on a lot of his speed and explosiveness. Yep. Um, but I do think more than anything, it's just that him and Sammy Walker, and to a lesser degree, Teddy, when he's playing, chiming into the back line, they haven't worked out their combination. And mm. it's taking so much longer than anyone thought. Yeah. Um, I mean, as I said, I do think it'll happen. Whether or not it, it happens in time this year to be premiership contenders, mm. well... It's starting to look less and less likely, isn't it? But mm. uh, they really need to sort that out. And I I do think it could be as simple as just saying, Luke, mate, you're our seven, run the show. Sammy, chime in as, a, as an old school 5'8 ball running. Because like, yeah. Kiri's the man that needs to steer the ship. I mean, the one good thing for Kiri is that, you know, this year, just having a look at his numbers, he's averaging 70 run metres. He ran for 130 the other day. He had 20 runs of the football. Mm. With your halves, you, you know, I think in the modern game you want to see them running more and more. So I, I think that's a sign that he is getting more confident mm. as we go. Yeah, that's that's what I said at the start. Like he ran for 130 meters, 32 meters, but it's still, I don't know what the balance is for them. You know, is it is because it's really tough. They they lose Tedesco, but they've also lost Victor Radley, who is such a key part of that spine. I do think for the Roosters, though, when it clicks, it's going to click quickly. Like, it'll be, it'll be like, mm. where'd this come from? And the Roosters will just go on this run. Now, will it be this year or next year? I'm not sure. But it's, it's, I do think that a lot of people probably thought Walker and Kiru would, would understand each other a bit, probably a bit sooner. Um, would you ever consider putting Walker at seven and Kiru at se- uh, six? It's an interesting thought, isn't it? Mm. 
Look, I just think they're both playing as five eights at the moment mm. and, and chopping and changing the, the sort of <laughs> the main kicking role and main organisational role too often, and they just need to be really clear on who's doing what. Yeah. Um, and stop crossing paths because yeah. it's. I just don't think it's working. In that is sense. Walker a second fiddle type of player though? You know what I mean? Like, is he really a uh, a guy that is willing to go back back seat and I just mm. chime in and attack? I feel like Sammy Walker seems like the kind of player that's like he's the guy, like he's the main guy. Um, look, it's really interesting. I think they'll abs- look if there's one coach that can, Trent Robertson can get it working. Um, because the tough thing is, is with Kiri, like what I love about Kiri is his running game. It's that high mm. energy advantage line coming at you a million miles an hour with a million options. Whereas like that's probably more suited to six these days. So yeah, interesting. It's, it's funny, like if you took their ages out of it, you just put the two of them as footballers there, like you probably would say that Sam Walker's and that's, seven. that's what I mean. Like Walker is like a – he seems like an out-and-out seven to But it me. just doesn't fit with the orthodox way of thinking yeah. of the, the older guy that's won comps, that's won Clives, that's – yeah. I want to give a massive shout-out to Sam Walker working on his goal kicking. Yeah. Far out. Like I honestly thought last year I was like, unfortunately Sam Walker just doesn't have the mechanics to be a good goal kicker. Like he just didn't look like he did. He's improved out of sight, out of sight. So I, I really like that – Kiri ran for 132 metres. I will say that I think we've seen, I think the last four weeks, Kiri has improved much, much better than he was probably earlier in the year. And I think that we're probably underestimating how much that ACL is going to affect a guy that relied so heavily on being super fast into the line. Um, I still have faith that it, it'll click for the Roosters. It's just going to have to be probably last four weeks where we'll see whether they're going to be a premiership there or not. Um, I still have them in the eight. I still have them being a, a just a bogey team for, for clubs. Even if they don't fully click, they'd be a nightmare to play because you don't know, they could turn up and absolutely bow for Park. And when you look at like that, like Billy Smith, he's a great young gun coming through. Sawali, obviously. Nangama is a great cover. Momoroski, yeah, defensively, he's been a bit iffy last couple of weeks. But before that, he was incredible. They got Manu, they got Teddy. So... You can never count uh, this Roosters side out. I think they'll find a way. Their forwards are playing really – like they're coming together. Like Satili, Angus Crichton were good. Nat Butcher, 132 metres, got through his work. They've still got Victor Adley to come back. So although disappointing loss for the Roosters, I, I think that uh, they're still in the fight. I think they're still in the fight. Agreed? We all reckon yeah. they're still in the fight? I do, yeah. And I think – It'd be a great thing for the competition and the race this year oh, if they yeah. do click and just oh, become yeah. another, you know, whether or not they can match with Melbourne and Penrith come the business end of finals, I'm not sure. But if they can click going into finals, yep. it'll make things a lot more interesting, won't it? Absolutely. That is us done and dusted, guys. Anything going on, Guru? No, we've got beers and break-evens. We'll both be back this week. We both did very well, so we'll definitely be letting you know about it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that'll be out on Wednesday at some point or maybe Tuesday we'll let you know about that. Sweet. To anything, Timmy? Anything going on? Nothing bad, mate. Make sure to follow Timmy, SC Playbook, on Instagram, Facebook, the Rugby League Guru, uh, and also subscribe to their podcast and all good podcasting apps. Game one, in a couple of nights, we'll have a live show. Dress warm. You don't want to be cold sitting there watching the show. Live show at the Locker Room Hotel. Make sure to get down. Also, a huge announcement tonight at 6 p.m. If you're listening to this after Monday, 6 p.m., go check our Instagram and Facebook out to see what the announcement is. Uh, also, we're in every single bottle Celebrations, bottle Porter's Liquor, IGA Plus Liquor in New South Wales ACT and every single Celebration Superstore in Queensland. We've also got a store locator on the uh, on our website, blokeinabar.com. But as usual, I'll go and fuck myself. Thank you. <laughs>